good evening folks welcome to another episode of uh, words of wisdom gyan ganga this is episode 193 and uh, today's topic is, is democracy in danger as alleged we have uh, dr swami and we have an exciting uh, panel uh, with uh, gopi self proclaimed ace journalist cir and of course arvind chaturvedi uh, we're going to have pretty, it's going to be a pretty interesting topic today dr swami there's so many things happening in the past few weeks couple of weeks even in the past few days we've seen so many things going on um a lot of uh, in the sense that in politically in terms of democracy if there is something opposing the government and edcbi uh, you know they are thrown at them or something or the else is happening and recently the 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 explosive interview by uh, satyapal malik the former governor of uh, jnk so with all these things dr swami with a lot of things people are getting more apprehensive what's happening in karnataka election um, uh, all the old leaders i mean pretty the, the situation is getting pretty chaotic and there's going to be as as we, we we just wanted to discuss is democracy in danger as alleged so it's over to you dr swami we'll have a quick introduction and then it's going to be a panel of you gopi and sri inter, uh, you know having a discussion we'll take a few viewer questions and then of course uh, arvind and uh, i will have questions if there are any well uh, the uh, headline of this uh, program can you hear me yes sir uh, the headline of this uh, of this session is the is the democracy in danger as alleged so when uh, we uh, the word as alleged comes it means uh, that uh, the our our thinking is that this is something which Uh, is not is not an accepted fact, and therefore it has to. Uh, we have to debate this whether, in fact, uh, democracy is in danger. Now, uh, I would uh, um, uh, you know put three qu questions to begin with. First of all, what constitutes democracy? What do you mean by democracy? And uh, and then in the context of past dangers that we have been through. since 1940 and 1950 when the constitution was adopted uh what uh, what have we, has there been no, no danger in the past have we faced danger and come through an example of the emergency is is an is is, is an example where uh, democracy was sus suspended uh, and uh, in the more of most of our fundamental rights and all were affected and large numbers of people without uh, any uh, trial were put in jail so uh, it, it's not that the democracy didn't uh, face a test of that kind and and of course we came out of it mrs gandhi was defeated and the janata party restored uh, the, the democracy so first of all this past dangers um, uh, you know uh, yes they have been so it, one can have again some dangers but it won't survive and therefore uh, we have to analyze it in that context now uh, a democracy is rest rests on four uh, pillars in our society in our constitution uh, the, of course uh, the parliament is the first the second is the judiciary the third is the executive and the fourth is the media so all these four if they are functioning uh, safely or properly and uh, with the necessary freedom then i think you for independence uh, i think then of course the democracy is functioning whether you like it or not you don't like the prime minister or you don't like the prime minister whatever these factors are not important so 
we have a few things that we have to consider to begin with before I hand it over to our speakers and return later on when the discussion takes place. One is that India is not a new a newcomer the nation to democracy. We have had democracies uh, centuries ago. And they were not in terms of a parliament uh, where people from all over India came. But there was, uh, whenever necessary, people did come together. For instance, the Mahabharata war, uh, all the kings uh, came and then they took sides. And then uh, uh, there was a Mahabharata war after uh, consensus couldn't be reached. Uh, and uh, uh, Duryodhan was uh, you know, adamant. So then Sri Krishna declared that there's no other way except to go to war. So uh, the, the, the democracy has been there in the Hindu society right from the beginning to to, uh, to, to the end. And uh, this factor has in a number of ways, even when we were under British and uh, and Islamic, uh, uh, you know, foreign invasions and uh, rule of our country. So um, I, would say, um, I would like to say that we have a tradition of democracy. And democracy is not taught to us by somebody, and uh, therefore, you know, it was not rooted and all that. We, we, we have been a democratic society, uh, hit by uh, hoodlums from abroad who are not uh, democratic at all. So um, now, um, I, uh, I would like to also mention to you that King Bharata uh, chose not to have his children as as, as king. He went and uh, went to the so-called society and picked uh, his successor. He said, none of my children are, uh, are worthy of it. And he then took public view and, and selected his successor. So um, I don't want to go into this too much because uh, we have two very eminent speakers and uh, we have only uh, an hour, uh, about an hour. And so I don't want to waste time further on this except to add this, that since 1977, when the Janata Party came up, we have been going on building uh, uh, what is called as uh, as, a, as um, uh, safeguards in the constitution to declare the, you know a coup d'état as illegal. Today, if you want to get rid of democracy, you have to have a coup. You have to uh, scrap the constitution and you have to put in some other thing in its place. And that means uh, basically a uh, revolt has to take place. But constitution itself, uh, first of all, we are the uh, basic structure idea. It's a very fascinating idea, which uh, began with the Keshavanand Bharati case where the, uh, the petitioner was a sadhu and he went and filed the petition. He was from Kerala uh, and uh, he has an ashram there also. Uh, so he then uh, went and filed a, a petition and that petition, uh, the court then used it to <coughs> redefine the constitution and said there is a basic structure and that basic structure, uh, he, they listed, you know, which, which cannot be amended and therefore uh, any constitutional amendment must meet this test of basic structure. This is something you have to read. And you have to read it in the context of what the founding fathers did, which was called the, uh, 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 which was there as a preliminary, uh, uh, it comes first before the uh, the, the, the clauses yeah, come. 
a preamble, yes, it's called the preamble because it is preamble. And uh, and those that is something that must be taught in every school uh, in a very rigorous way, explaining each sentence, its meaning. It's a, it's a beautiful uh, uh, putting together uh, where the, we never mentioned secularism, we never met socialism that has been artificially uh, uh, amended into it because uh, a preamble is not a parliament decision, so you can't amend it. So uh, therefore, I've got a petition pending in the um, High Court, uh, in the Supreme Court, excuse me, but only the problem is that the government of Mr. Um, Modi is not allowing it to be listed. Uh, for every every time it comes up, they want they want some adjournment and put it off. But ultimately, it has to come because I'm not going to give up, and uh, we must clean the preamble of those two horrible insertions put in during the emergency, which is capital, uh, the socialism and, uh, uh, and secularism, because <laughs> neither of them could be defined. Now, um, another thing I would like to say is that the Janata government uh, amended uh, the rights to declare an emergency and said that it can be only declared if there is a armed revolt in the country. It can't be declared because you say law and order is broken down, this, that, and no, you can't declare emergency anymore. Article 352, which provides for declaration of emergency, now is limited to the fact it has to be an armed rebellion, and that armed rebellion makes it another safeguard. So uh, what I would like to say before I hand it over is that we have been through stages, and the stages Every time there has been a problem. Uh, for instance, when Jawaharlal Nehru was there, uh, you know, he um, uh, he ruled it like a kind of a dictator. Till of course the Chinese attack exposed him completely. But in you, know, you saw that he didn't. Of course, I had to amend many things. But there was nobody to challenge. Ambedkar was out of parliament because Jawaharlal Nehru ensured that he never wins a Lok Sabha election. And three three elections in a row he lost and then uh, he just went away. Uh, Sardar Patel died and so there the Prasad uh, was president, but uh, he retired and went away. So uh, <coughs> you had no ch uh, challenge. And in that time, there was a lot of uh, whimsical personal thing, which is like a dictatorship and not a democracy. Now, uh, Indira Gandhi, of course, imposed an emergency and that emergency uh, was overthrown not by the educated people of India. When the voting took place, the south of, to which I belong, um, Sri Ayer belongs, Ramesh belongs, uh, and uh, Mr. Uh, Gopi Krishnan belongs, all four of us should hang our head in shame that our, uh, our uh, region voted for Mrs. Gandhi in 1977. And it was the complete washout of the poorer regions of India, UP, Bihar, uh, Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, uh, Haryana, Himachal, you know, all of them wiped her out, you see, completely. In UP, they even defeated her and her son at the same time. So that is the one that gave the majority to the Janata Party. And with that, we could then restore democracy. So education by Western standards, English and all that, that doesn't produce democrats in India. 
a true Indian rooted to the soil, who understands our heritage, who, who values our heritage, who respects our heritage. That is the Indian who can be democratic. And those are the people we should uh, you know, propagate. And that's why when you talk about Hindutva, we are not talking in communal terms. We are talking about the values of Hindus, and which is which is what democracy means. If you want democracy, you have to have Hindutva in a, in the real sense. I mean, not in terms of imposition. If somebody don't, doesn't want it, that's too bad. But uh, uh, we uh, we are 80 percent, and the eighty percent value the values of Hindutva. Then I don't think there can ever be a challenge or a danger to democracy. Over to our two. Um, heroes in this um, uh, in this <laughs> seminar, so to speak. Uh, of course, it is Ramesh who, has, who can make it over to. I am only a participant. He is the chairman. So over to you, Ramesh. Please ask sir, them. Before, yeah, sir. Before I hand over to, I mean, we'll have Gopi do chime in next. Before we hand over, I just would like to, uh, you know, take one point that you said. I am not from the south anymore. I am in the north. <laughs> so, Gopi, so Gopi, you uh, will start with you. I'll, I'll say the headline, the title of this series, uh, this debate, democracy in danger, as Salas do not. I, in my opinion, uh, as Dr. Swami said, it was only once challenged, that is during Indira Gandhi's emergency, where everything was stand. I, I was in the first standard that time. I have. I myself have memories of 1975 to 77, and I was in Kerala at that time. We have seen the um, power of the state and other things. And um, uh, sadly, our side, uh, people, uh, I, I'll come to that. Uh, that time, uh, the best thing, uh, now I belong to uh, media side, uh, as the uh, Swami is a fourth pillar of a democratic system. The issue, I know people, uh, nowadays people will say pro-establishment media, media always crawling before the public. That is always there. Whoever in power, media generally has to go with the rulers. Very rare uh, people, around the 20% or 30%. Baki, every 70 to 80% wanted to be with the power, uh, system and get uh, go their life with all the benefits i'll tell a classic example when janda party came first in information broadcasting minister was lk adwani in his first press conference when the after indira gandhi lost and janda party came adwani gave a classic example to the media he said that i have something to say indira gandhi wanted you people means press people to just bow her, but you decided to crawl. Yeah, she just wanted you people to bend, but you people decided to crawl. <laughs> that is the system of media uh, in India. That is from their own words. Where whoever in power, people will be there in emergency time. I'll come. Uh, we have started. India's biggest magazine, India Today, started on emergency time. You have to see the first issue of India Today uh, on December 
it, it come on the December 75 emergency time, six months after the emergency declaration. The one magazine India Today, it was done by uh, uh, Rajivan Sanjay's classmate Arun Puri. First edition, he speaks about uh, still the journalists are still, most of them are still alive. One article says trains are going proper time, this is there, that is there. And there was a, uh, another article is on the going to Youth Congress office, India's youth vibrant in the Resina Road, Ambigasoni leading another article. And there was another city reporters, another article in India today, national page. A reporter goes to uh, liquor bar and he says a lot of people are drinking because they want that a, a relaxation because they are hard working. Uh, so liquor business also due to emergency. This is so journalists. Uh, it is just like uh, uh, what you say, praising the rulers is always there. That's not the, democracy is not in danger. I, I will never say. Uh, and India is a vibrant society, and people know how to deal when rulers go overboard. Emergency showed us that. In the, uh, as far as in um, South emergency in the regime because of the. Uh, voting combination communist party was with congress and uh, we have to see i think shivasena was also with congress that time so uh, these kind of things are happening and as far as the current regime the, there are uh, allegations of people calling Bodhi media somebody saying yesterday also in our press club uh, women's press club election was there but the winners were and pro anti-establishment against the those journalists who argue against establishments so there is a vibrancy is always seen in the media. Let us see our capital Delhi. It fascinates me. In 2014, an, uh, Lok Sabha entire seat, seven Lok Sabha seats went to BJP. After six months, state assembly election happened. But out of 70 assembly, 67 seats went to Aamakmi party. BJP has only three seats. And then again, MCD came, their BJP won. And then again, 2019 Lok Sabha election came. There also BJP got seven. After six months, Delhi elections, assembly election, Kejriwal got 70 out of 60, 63 or 62 seats. And this MCD, uh, where BJP was supposed to win, they have changed the graph and their MCD unit. There also, Amapi Party also. People, has to be vibrant, vigilant, and uh, people in media, people in politics, people in everybody should talk for the democracy. And it should not be a one man's or hero worshipping. These kind of things is always against the democratic system. There should be challenges, there should be questioners, and the, it should be debated. Everything has to be debated through a democratic thing. Look at this government. Uh, the basic problem the farmers law when the country was in COVID, there was an ordinance passed and there was a session bill was rolled no debates nothing and we have seen the people struggle we have seen the farmers strike prime minister was forced to withdraw through a television declaration he has posed so there are still democracy and there are pieces are there there are voices are there so i stop here for a, yeah. the, uh, causing here.
I, I have a short question before we go to Sri Ayer, Ramesh, with your permission. Um, if you see today's media and uh, the regular uh, uh, what, compliance with a uh, junior official called uh, uh, Hiren Joshi of the PMO, who visits or summons the editors to his office and tells them you can't publish this, you can't publish this and they oblige. Is that a fact or not? Sir, it happens every time. Not only Modi's time, Sonia's time also. And it happens. And I'll tell a small incident. One day, Manmohan Singh was Prime Minister. I was rocking the Tuji scam like anything. So 2013 PMO called journalists for a meeting. Uh, PMO officials called journalists for a meeting. So our bureau chief was not able to go. So I was supposed to go. Seeing my name, they said, then, oh. then again, bureau, our others. So it happens. I, I, I also cover this PMO aspects and others. It is every ministries, there is this, there are liaison officers, public relation officers, they will give. but. Issue is, I agree, everywhere journalism, what they are doing is whoever says, they just publish, but they don't challenge if a leader says that now it is total sun brightness is there, but journalist has to look at the window and say whether raining or not. So the journalist also will play an easy way. So, uh, and uh, certain medias are always fighting, like uh, emergency Ramnath going up font like anything. And uh, it happens, uh, you are right, uh, in instructions are coming, uh, but there are people uh, not obliging always. There are certain papers not obliging, they might not be getting advertisements, so they might not, it happens. But there is a limit. You can't do everything, other thing. And uh, there are opposition leaders are also there. I always tell uh, uh, what I sensed recent, these nine years in the parliament. Have you noticed, sir, uh, in, uh, always when parliament was going on, every top political party's leaders, press conferences were going in parliament. Contrast has a particular time. 4, 4 o'clock, BJP at 3 o'clock and Communist parties at 2 o'clock. I, I really don't know what happened to that system for uh, 2014 onwards. I'm talking about the Parliament House. Why? Who prevented them? Nobody prevents them. These leaders has to come forward and speak. Somebody has to speak. In BJP, uh, you, uh, I think... Uh, uh, that democratic party, uh, 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 the democracy is there. Uh, so seeing your tweets, I don't think no action as disciplinary action as from BJP has come to you. <laughs> so there is a democracy. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I just want to take one question from the viewer, uh, Dr. Swami. This is media today because it's related to media. I'm just posting this to Gopi. There's not question, whatever happened to Rahul Gandhi, why is the media kind of silent on this matter? Is this not a Which issue? democracy? The Rahul Which Gandhi issue. issue, Rahul Gandhi issue. Media, see, media was there. And now the matter is in the court. 
and uh, media so many people has wrote that disqualification was speed lok sabha speaker went overboard so many editorials have come also and uh, from the courts supreme court has that lakshadweep mp's case uh, lok sabha speaker secretary has to uh, i am not using the word surrender they have said that they are withdrawing so they, uh, it hap it happens all these things rahul gandhi's uh, congress should also come forward and speak to media they should uh, no uh, see me congress is media is not blocking and you cannot block congress parties press conferences they will also become uh, they also have uh, other parties samajwadi parties and others they also have their grassroots media cannot ban everything like that somewhere and look at the delhi uh, Delhi media is publishing everything our Aam Party says. Okay, so there is another question. I mean, again, the media is not the PM after taking power in 2014 has not given even one press conference. Is that something that doesn't bother the media? <laughs> See, that is I I come to that point as far as personally on Prime Minister Modi as a journalist, I don't like his this attitude of. non meeting media and not conducting press conferences which in a public seminar in habitat center in 2017 i myself has said it, it is still available in the video uh, i said that prime minister must address the press and this is the lord prime minister lord chief minister as the head of the state i don't know why not meeting the media uh, uh, that prime ministers that style of working or his state of mind as a journalist i don't like it okay three let's just jump to you and then we will take some questions again and then once you finish then i you know we can uh, we can pro- probably go back to the us questions go ahead um thank you all um, dr swami thanks for inviting me for this channel it's always a joy and pleasure to be part of vhs panel to discuss things that really concern the nation Uh, since i work out of the united states i always look at uh, two democracies and see if i can draw some parallels between united states and india uh, the fact is that as de- the definition of democracy you had asked that question number 1 what is democracy democracy can be described in two latin words vox populi or people's voice and and this as long as this is not stifled then that system is functioning unfortunately now there are people who have been working very hard to try and find the loopholes in this system see of all the political systems democracy is the least flawed that's the way i look at it and and people still are trying to game this system for example people always say p gurus is a right wing side <laughs> see this is being done by who people who think that they are left but why should somebody define somebody else i refuse to be defined as a right wing side i'm not anything you don't have a right to tell me that you are right wing i am what i am p gurus has never shied away from taking the hard calls and showing the mirror to the uh, the people to, to to the people who made the statements and and for this we get penalized i don't get a single paisa of advertising from in india nor a single dollar of advertising from any of the us agencies or government and and yet i get i i get a lot of uh, you know pushback why are you saying this why are you saying that ah but this ah but so the, the point i'm trying to say is today 
even in the United States, it is very difficult to be uh, in the middle, not taking sides. People say that CNN weird left because Fox had weird right. And they had to counterbalance that. I mean, I'm not making any uh, excuses for CNN. But this is how people say that today you have to take a side. And I refuse to take a side. I, I see the news. I double check it. I fact check it. And sometimes I might get it wrong and I retract it. So this, this is how I have tried to do this uh, profession. And I'm, I'm not a trained journalist. I'm not like Gopi who's used to talking to politicians or people in the know. I, I do it purely based out of some different reference data. And then I try to connect the dots because in my opinion, that's the best way to connect the dots. And sometimes even that goes a little bit here or there. But the important point is, is democracy in danger? I think democracy in danger in India is the same as democracy in danger in United Kingdom or in United States or any other democracy. It is just that people have now figured out that each of these systems have a few loopholes here and there, fault lines, and they are beginning to exploit it. I'll give you an example. Why is it Ro Khanna, who's a congressman from Fremont, which is an adjoining constituency of mine, why is he tweeting that Modi should intervene in the judgment against Rahul Gandhi? Doesn't he know that there is a judiciary in India? I mean, he's from Indian origin. He should know a little bit more. He should have not tweeted that out. Anyway, I'm going to ask him this question the next time I get to talk to him. Let's see what he says. Next thing, Ilhan Omar. 23rd March, one week before Ramanami, she says 200 million Muslims are about or are ready to be genocided in India. <laughs> Who is she? She is right now involved up to her neck in a $250 million food scam. And, and I asked this question also yesterday. So what I'm trying to say is people need to first set their own house in order before they start taking pot shots at a country halfway across the world. And the same thing goes for Canada, Canadian politicians. They have no business talking about India. At least one thing I see that Indian politicians don't take pot shots at what is happening inside a particular country, that internal business of that country. I don't see Dr. Swami commenting about what is happening in uh, United States. In, especially if there's an internal legislation, like for example, there is a huge thing going on about abortion. The, the Supreme Court overturned that uh, judgment and now every state is grappling with that and, and many other things like that. So my point here is that democracy is not exactly how it was maybe 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Uh, today, I also, I can tell you on, uh, uh, on VHS channel today that I have been gently told that I'm being too critical of Modi. I don't want to take names. It came to me through two or three hands, but they told me the person who told me to say, look, you are being too anti-Modi. They didn't say that we'll do anything to you, but I do get surprises once in a while, uh, especially anyway, I, I'll just leave it at that. These are all the hazards of being a journalist. And, and the more independent you are, the more unbending you are, you get poked at from both sides. I mean, this is if you if you have the aptitude for taking it on, and I do because I'm a, a disciple of Dr. Swami. <laughs> I, I see, see, you, he, I, 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 I'm, I never shy away from saying that whatever little I've learned in this, you know, avatar of mine as a journalist, I've learned it from looking at how Dr. Swami deals with things. Nothing wrong in that. You know, you learn from the best. Why do people go to Harvard? The, that is that answers my question. So, so the long and short of it is that yes, it could be better. Yes, 
Modi could be communicating. He could be also giving press conferences. If not Modi, see, in the early days of 2014, in the first NDA one, we had this one IFS officer. Uh, I think his name was Syed Akbaruddin, who used to have press conferences as part of Minister of External Affairs. He used to do a great job. And then he got promoted and he became India's ambassador to the United Nations, after which I think he retired. Now, you could have brought him back and said that, okay, you be the media advisor. You start giving press conferences every day. I don't expect Modi to be present every day. Once in a while, he can come and uh, be a part of that. This refusal to communicate, I, I don't know. I can't explain that. Only BJP can explain that. To some extent, Jaitley used to be there to kind of, I would say, paint uh, lipstick over a pig and try to make it look like, oh, look, what a, oh, what a beautiful picture this is. But at least he tried. After Jaitley, even that has kind of fallen away now, unfortunately. The, the, this, is, this is a big, big problem. And, and what happens is it comes back to bite them at the wrong place at the wrong time. And, and uh, what can we say? All we can say is that we have to be objective. And certainly have a group of people who help me with P-Gurus and very proud of them. And, and we try to also give both sides of a story and we let the viewers decide. I don't want to take sides on which is right and which is wrong. We present both sides of the, both sides of the story and say, you guys decide which one is right and which one is wrong. That's all I want to say now. Thank you so much. See, I have one. A Go ahead, Dr. Swami. You know, uh, I have accused you of being pro-Modi, right? Yes. So then it's balanced. Uh, that means you are a neutral person because the other side says you're anti-Modi. Exactly. Been... Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh -huh. you, you, you have tweeted it out. So it's not like, you know, it's just a conversation that you and I had. You have tweeted yeah. it out. So I, see, the, so, see you, you yourself has taught, have taught us that if two people agree on everything, then one is redundant. That's right. right? So. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to apply my brain when I try to say something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one last question, which he has to address. Uh, nobody has said about the independence of judiciary. Do you think our judiciary is independent enough by any stand democratic standards that is viable in the world? Go for you. Yeah. Take it first. Shall I take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As far as uh, my understanding of the current judiciary, it is compared to the old judiciary. The current judiciary is so vibrant because you can see uh, recently Arun Shaudi has wrote a book yeah. and where Indian Express has published Justice P.N. Bhagavati daily praising letters to Indira Gandhi. All the little flowery languages. Yeah, B.N. Bhagavati giving her uh, victory time, you come back between uh, 1980 when you became India has grown, there's a new like. So nowadays that kind of judges are not there. Indian judiciary is working well and the judiciary has uh, used its might in, uh, in so many cases uh, during COVID time. Uh, judiciary has intervened even in the pricing of so many things. And even in the vaccination formula, vaccination methods, everything judiciary has to uh, intervene and the government has rectified it also. And uh, uh, recently, uh, I think two days, uh, Tuesday, there is a case on Karnataka reservation issue is coming. Supreme Court has said that just before election, you are cutting down 4% reservation of Muslims and adding 2 plus 2, 2, 2 percentage reservation each to uh, Vokalinga and Lingayas. 
just before election announcement. So that's why Indian Indian systems are every time uh, election time we are seeing some reservation announcement, religious caste reservation announcements, and after some time election uh, we all know that court will crash it. So people are fooling, and I have a small um, uh, uh, this thing: democracy and mobocracy. We have not defined. Mobocracy is the biggest issue. So much chamchas together and just make noise. Yes, yes, my king is right. They won't say emperor is na- not naked. That is the biggest issue, sir. Uh, democracy is fine, but there is a mobocracy. Some set of people just making noise. And the, some people will say this man should rule for 30 years. This man should rule for so many years. This man has generated the, this, that, this, that. So it is happening in the states also. You, you, I know there are some chief ministers basically from regional parties. They are also acting like autocrats. Is there any debate going in the cabinet? I don't know. But uh, uh, thankfully, they are all addressing us. As far as prime minister is concerned, I don't know. Prime minister is not addressing as a journalist and as a citizen. I, I can't understand why he's doing this. Sri, your thoughts on judicial uh, democracy? Uh, thank you, Ramesh. So far, I have not had to go actually and sit in a case uh, against me to understand the pulse and how the judiciary thinks. However, I have seen that at the lower levels, the judiciary is being arm twisted. Some some do comply. Some say no. I'm going to. This is this is going to be my verdict, and then that's that's it. So there is both sides that I see as to which is what is the percentage. I have to say that at the lower level courts, the ruling party tends to have its word. I'll give you a simple example. Our good friend, who's uh, you know uh, uh, Karthik Gopinath, is still waiting for justice. He's still waiting for his FIR to be quashed. And the reason they don't want to do it is because the lobby, the lobby that controls the DMK doesn't want the Hindus to feel that, okay, if somebody destroys it, I will go back, raise funds, whichever way I can and rebuild my temple. They don't want it. They have tried so many things, stealing murtis, then people stop praying, then go and, you know, because that becomes a conversion rich area. So till now, today, Every time they are using one ruse or the other to try and prevent that case from going away. And this is a black and white case. I mean, there is no, uh, you know, there are, there are no subjective interpretations about it. For the longest time, his bank accounts were frozen so that he couldn't even use it to, you know, pay his uh, research team and things like that. I mean, I can go on. So that part where at the lower level, the judiciary is actually being uh, forced to do the bidding of the ruling ca- government or the ruling uh, cabal that is calling the shots in a government. This, this itself is a mystery to me. There is a name and there is somebody else actually wielding the power. How does this name allow this thing to be done? Well, we have to go and ask Madam Sonia Gandhi and uh, Manohan Singh. That is the first place I saw this happening. So this is a challenge. This is a challenge for the judiciary. Sir, I have a classic okay. case of judiciaries. You asked a question. I am coming to your case. Uttaragand, 51 temples taken away by the government. You filed the case and you have seen how 
melted down that uh, judgment of the Uttarakhand High Court. They were agreeing with all your facts. And you approach Supreme Court, but by that time, the public anger gone, and the same BJP government has a chief minister who implemented has to go away. And there were two chief ministers came, and every public anger came, Pujaris and others. Yeah. And the government was forced to withdraw that takeover uh, temple. And uh, like the farmers' law and others, that's why I said that uh, sometimes that time judiciary should have shown its metal in that particular judgment. That chief justice, that current chief justice, that time chief justice who gave that Ramanujam or something, I forgot his name. Yeah. Uh, he gave a one saying about properties should not be touched, but he did not that that the kind treasury, of treasury will be in the hands of the temple. In the hands. So that's there, what, there are, that's what made the government lose interest in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get the treasury in their hands. So somewhere judiciary also people there are some people always tries to bend and friendly with the um, government, so they will get uh, post-judicial activities. And uh, you, you, I have, uh, we have seen certain guys are getting good post-retirement benefits and some writings are made in a very fast. And there are good judges are also. But I always say comparing media, politics, uh, executive and judiciary. Um, um, I always say there are good people are more in judiciary. Yeah. Dr. Swami, there is a question. This is about the Maharashtra crisis. What has happened yeah. now? The Supreme Court has reserved a judgment. So, is in your in your opinion, what happened in Maharashtra in 2022? Is that a blot on democracy? Of course, it is. I mean, there was. What do you mean by going to the floor and declaring that you have already split? It has been done on the floor. So that's an issue on which the Maharashtra issue is. Hinged, and I'm sure that the court will set his side. Gopi, your thoughts? Gopi, your thoughts? So, anyway, Supreme Court judgment is there waiting in that case. But whatever happened is Maharashtra is Shivasena was broken by using the uh, central power agencies. So many people were in jail, so many, and Maharashtra politicians, and these politicians are also not angels. They are into all kinds of businesses. And one case is registered, then AD sends notices. And these politicians, uh, when you get income tax and uh, uh, AD notice, they start shivering. And that Shivasena was actually uh, broken by these people. And there are faults of Uddha, also, he could not contain his party properly. Uh, they have, uh, and now the Supreme Court is there. And that day, judgment also, the Chief Justice asked the relevant question why you resigned? before you did not go for floor test so let us see it will be a crucial judgment so uh, judges one side uh, you are hearing Sibel's argument another side you are hearing Salve's argument uh, that constitution it's a peculiar issue which has to be rectified by people in the next election not through judiciary and others i feel maharashtra issue has to be rectified by the people himself by in the next election i think uh, past Few days, I mean, at least for three, four days, Dr. Swami, the biggest topic that's uh, being discussed across social media, but not by mainstream media, is the Satyapal Malik's interview with the, with the, with Tapar, Karan Tapar. On one hand, we can say that he is able to say these things, but 
in the interview karan asked him do you are you afraid of repercussions he says well let's see even i also have the strength in it so do you have any thoughts on what was said in the interview because something pretty explosive was said uh, so you can start with you we'll go to sri and then come to gopi because i think sri needs to uh, go so i'm just going to uh, go to dr swami first and then sri gopi and after that arvind will will have will have his, he has a lot of questions so we'll go to arvind now okay and then i'll make it short okay the question is that uh, uh if you are talking about uh, uh the former governor he is a man who is documented it and uh, there has been no response from the center nor the center spokesman the only thing is ram madhav because he was accused of having offered 300 crores for a, for a corrupt deal on behalf of the prime minister so uh he has filed a defamation suit but he has not filed a suit he has just sent a notice now that's a new racket in uh, in our system where people send notices and then put it out in the media and then they don't file a case you see when you file a defamation case you have to go first especially if it's a criminal case you have to go first on the uh, box and you can be cross examined in which everything about you can be laid bare and the uh, you are, you get more defamed in a court than you would have been defamed by the original defamation mm. so uh, th- therefore uh, when he has made this they should appoint an account uh, an inquiry inquiry committee we get a judge who's been uh, as, because it's at a very high level so let there be as supreme court retired judge made as the chairman and have it examined and uh, come to a conclusion but uh, to threaten him or to fire fire you know to get after him or find out about his bank accounts or how much money is made and also you know run him down and these are not the ways of, uh, of treating a man whom you considered was fit to be a governor of a state three yeah see one would think that with the prevalence of social media that the truth will come out his big big revelation was that the crp of jawans could have been airlifted instead of being run by trucks now um, that one you have to respond why you couldn't do that and and there are many such instances where this government just you know prefers to keep quiet and then there will be some other news cycle will start and this thing gets buried i'll give you a personal example in augusta westland case Uh, Dr. Swami, your good friend Jairam Ramesh, calls a press conference. You know, calls me a liar, more or less, and and um, and then he sends me a legal notice. Now, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm about to take a flight to India, and the, my car is waiting. The FedEx guy comes and gives me this envelope. Here, take it. And, and I, these are the kind of things they did. But then what happened? Nothing. But, but, I, but I but I advised you to throw it in the waste paper basket. Yes, I did. But then, no, I did that. I only then left to India. India. That was not the challenge, sir. But what I'm trying to say is, for doing that, perhaps Mr. Jairam Ramesh got a Rajya Sabha seat renewal, and he's back again in Rajya Sabha. See, <laughs> the, 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 so I don't know which is serious and which is not serious. And and right now there is so much opacity in the way things function that always that you know eternal Hindutva that search for truth. is become paramount now nobody can take anything at face value and say this is what happened 
so and and that is where in my opinion the media is missing the boat they they could really play a big role by actually sticking to the truth and getting the truth this is the truth but by by not doing that what happens is these kind of egregious acts continue on and on and on i'll give you another example dr swami and this is going to be the biggest problem for tamil nadu government in my opinion did you watch that annamalai uh, press conference sir i don't know i'll give you mota mota he has said that mr mk stalin took 200 crores bribe from a company called alstom is a us company that makes electric engines in 2011 to fight the elections he took 200 crore bribe this is the allegation that is being put this is actually will have serious repercussions in the in india in the united states because a bribe giver can also go to jail the yeah. only technicality they may escape is because they'll say that the five year period is over so now we may not be able, it may be too late to pursue this so yeah, see Gopi. but the point see, the, yeah. the, these kinds of things uh, are there uh, and and nobody is actually talk the, the complete tamil channels have completely omitted this uh, um uh, this uh, this whole press conference only a few social media channels and a few uh, tv channels have covered it yeah i know gopi i mean uh, the three yeah. even main media has not covered but for telegraph i don't think any other big media is really touching this with uh, even with the no, indian express no indian express did it in the front page of satyapal malik today okay indian express front page it was there and as far as uh, sri has said that america because your country has a very nightmare act which indian um, and many other pol corrupt politicians don't like because you have a foreign corrupt practices act correct <laughs> yes yes, so, yes. So that's why we are dealing with uh, russia china uh, and all this uh, uh, what do you call even american companies operating through cayman islands and all these things happening mauritius mauritius route was to avoid this direct us because you have a very nightmare act called foreign corrupt practices act anyway let us come back to satyapal malik satyapal malik is go piece of your thoughts and then we want to go to dr rajan chakravarti yeah. see satyapal malik has if uh, i said uh, excuse myself yeah. thank you so much viewers okay. uh, thank you dr swami again thank you vhs family and i'll be back again at your request sir namaskar bye bye sir have a good one yeah. See, as, as, far as, as far as Satyapal Malik uh, incident, uh, he has given a, a earth-shaking or attacking interview, a strong interview against Prime Minister and the system during his governor time and others. He has spoken. No reputed, and uh, now Congress Party is also asking, conducted a press conference. some few media houses now start putting in the front page today express as a front page now it is from the government side and prime minister side or um, uh, home uh, minimum uh, some other side or even bjp as you because satyapal malik was a former bjp vice president before before he became a governor he was uh, some so many years he was a bjp vice president so many years national vice president and before uh, this government has selected him as a governor in 2017 bihar when ramnath kovind was elevated as president and he has given the uh, topmost uh, governor post in jnk and article 370 was taken out he was the total controller of the state and then uh, goa also he has a problem he is telling everything 
and uh, somebody has to uh, silence makes the problem doubts will come and in india it has uh, come in a well known uh, uh, portal wire and the everybody started seeing and it is all over the youtube and uh, let us see how uh, people's assumption is people consider it and so more silence will uh, create uh, more further doubts in the common man's minds and government and everybody should come out and speak if there is a allegation politics there there will be allegations will be there and people uh, people have a, and this is not a opposition politician or not he was a part of the system mm. he was the part of the system he has made now made his point he might be angry with the government might not be he might be angry with the government for not getting second extension or he was removed from the goa to meghalaya he might be angry uh, with the government but, uh, but the facts don't change gopi i mean he huh? might be angry he might i mean i agree there could be you know like uh, the issue that oh, he didn't get extension he didn't get another one but but he has spoken I mean, yes he, he has come out with certain issues uh, so nobody is challenging it not social so media somebody says uh, blah 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 Uh, uh, that's nothing. Nobody in the, the some few social media handles saying uh, who cares. But somebody from the uh, same stature has to counter it. Yeah, Doctor Swami, you were about to say something. Go ahead. No, no, I'm saying that's uh, precisely what uh, um, I mean. Gopi uh, Krishna was trying to say. Uh, the fact is, at least Amisha should like. He has spoken up. He has said something, and uh, the government must uh, do it by not by threatening him or uh, dragging him for the defamation case and so on, uh, but uh, to set up an inquiry on those those uh, those transactions which he said were corrupt or one pull uh, even Pulwama, uh, you see, and what he has said is horrible. I mean, literally horrible. And Modi's behavior in uh, in that uh, resort center where he was with his friend, that was also terrible. You know, he yeah. should have immediately come across, uh, canceled his uh, his um, uh, vacation and come out uh, and come uh, come immediately back to to the scene. But all that didn't happen, and this is what he has said. So he's not above Modi is not above the law. You see, they, they, that he must understand. Okay, Arvind ji. Ah, uh, thank you, Ramesh. Uh, uh, good fifty-five minutes. Sorry, because a lot of good questions from the viewers. I was just taking one after another. I know, I know, I know, I know. And my tone is going to be different from the uh, three speakers. Okay. Uh, Dr. Swami started with the definition of democracy, and he said there are four pillars of democracy. Uh, Dr. Ramanur Lohia also used to call it Chokhamba Raj. Chokhamba means Char Khamba. And uh, we talk about the parliamentary system. We talk about the executive. We talk about judiciary, and we talk about press. In fact, I feel in last I have been observing Indian politics for last 50 years or more. Uh, in 1967 election, as a teenager, I was the first Jansang worker. Uh, in, in fact, uh, my entire family was uh, uh, working for uh, elections those days in 1967. So I've been observing. Indian politics since then, and I have seen the deterioration 
in democracy has come slowly and gradually and it has accelerated in last 10 years or so when i say 10 years i cover 9 years of modi and maybe sometime before uh, uh, modi took over and this tendency was started maybe sometime during sonia gandhi's time and earlier the initiation was done during indira gandhi's time now when i say the first pillar is the political parties the political system and indira gandhi started this thing uh, after capturing the congress party after splitting and all that inner party democracy was still there in the other parties whether they were socialist parties or they were jansang or other parties but over a period of time even that has disappeared jansang had only two leaders uh, uh, maybe one leader din dayal upadhyay and then thereafter balraj madhok and atal bihari vajpayee thereafter lalkishan advani and murli manohar joshi and so on but never the situation was such as it is in bjp today where the entire party is controlled by only two persons and nobody speaks gopi mentioned about the cabinet uh, meetings nobody is asking questions what about the executive uh, meetings of the parties the regularity of the meetings have also been stopped the, there is no uh, debate in the party on any issue uh, whatever dictate is given by two gentlemen from gujarat that becomes the dictum and that that is that becomes the party policy so whether it is congress after indira gandhi the ballot the the, the, the baton was passed on to rajiv gandhi and then from rajiv gandhi to sonia gandhi and so on and the congress party has also become dictatorial whether you have khadge or sitaram kesri as a non gandhi uh, president doesn't matter so whether it is congress whether it is bjp or whether it is any other party only uh, somewhat democracy was there in the communist parties both cpi and cpm but now they have decimated and there is there's no point in counting them and all other parties all other parties whether it is mamta's party whether it is stalin's party whether it is navin patnaik's party or akhilesh's any party that you name including the aam aadmi party they are all single man party and therefore democracy has disappeared and since the democracy has disappeared i would say in the first pillar democracy is in danger number 1 number 2 i was surprised by what gopi said because gopi outside press club is different and gopi in our program is slightly different what go i was really surprised in fact there were some comments uh, about the uh, judiciary for last one year i have not read a newspaper i have stopped reading newspaper uh, i used to watch some political debates on television channels which also i have stopped watching i prefer watching cricket rather than watch political debates on uh, television channels all television channels without exception the anchors have become the spokesperson of the parties and there was no point in watching they would say something which even the party spokesperson would we 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 afraid to say but these people represent political party so much and gobi media is gopi is a reality whether you you accept it or not i don't know why you are being so diplomatic in our uh, program today uh, as far as the press uh, uh, media is concerned media is in the total grip of the ruling party and all the owners of the media channels whether it is print or whether it is electronic 
they are totally in control hardly any um, of course ndtv was there for some time before ndtv was bought by uh, modani <laughs> so now even even ndtv at least i had some option to watch some program on ndtv some debates on ndtv or ravish kumar or something at least have alternative point of view now even that has disappeared not uh, uh, the, the, the third pillar uh, second pillar third pillar is about the, the the executive all is officers have become the serpents they are crawling i mean you say the press crawling in emergency i think the is lobby has totally forgotten what was their role civil services they are totally uncivil services now so there is no, hardly any is officer which i have heard in last 30 years who was a stood up against any politician so is they are actually planning their post retirement positions they say after they retire what will be the next position and same thing happened to the judiciary judges whether they are from high court or supreme court they also plan their uh, position after their retirement whether they will get this position or that position or even is ips officer and judges they were also entering policies after retirement some of them becoming mps some of them have even become ministers so this thing has also affected so when you say all four pillars i will say or all four pillars over a period of time have become so weak that democracy is in danger and dr swami would also know in his national herald case yeah. what has been the, the the interference of the government in judiciary aap se aap hum kehte hain judiciary hamari independent hai swatantra hai sab kuch hai aur judiciary pe koi sawal nahi utha sakta but look at the, the the way things are going the cases are being decided outside the courts and i don't know whether it is contempt but uh, the, the the all the judgments are not uh, good in law and therefore i would say all four pillars and uh, the media is the worst victim media is the worst sufferer with 303 members of parliament the ruling party has become dictatorial and never in the history of indian politics or last 50 years the ruling party has been so dictatorial as it is today yes anybody wants to react may i am just adding up something uh, only one point i agree with uh, uh, arvind ji where he said this for political parties there is a democracy inner, inner democracy is now fizzling out that i agree with single page kar diya but one thing i have been reporting parliament from 2008 onwards i earlier i was in kerala i have seen from kerala assembly debates but when i landed in parliament what i say is majority of the mps when they start speaking first they praise their supreme leader absolutely absolutely as if they are praising god and now bjp also like and even government even animal husbandry some project also they will ruling party will say according to the kindness of the our modi hai modi hai to mumkin hai 
ചമച്ചാസ്ബിൾഡ്രീംസ്റ്റ് but here and the up at time uh, they will praise the uh, according to the vision of our up hr person madam sonia ji every congress mp congress ministers same is happening in the bjp also this kind of praising i i i have not covered during the vajpayee era i i don't think that time bjp mps praising vajpayee like this or anything every mp speech uh, 10 minute speech 5 uh, minute is dedicated for praising his leader for anything under the sun even uh, that's the system of political parties uh, because he must be wanted to get uh, elected next time seat has to be given uh, because it was a uh, shocking to me because i have never heard it in kerala assembly like this i i, I know tamil nadu assembly is like this karnataka i don't know but here so dr sami uh, so, at least the test of democracy is going to be the karnataka elections because <laughs> you know let me uh, it is uh, what, what has happened so far i think the test is going to be with the what's going to with the result of the karnataka election so the arvind ji so that we can conclude we have already shot over shot by 5 minutes so we can conclude yes 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 so that's why i said the time was short otherwise uh, things are uh, uh, too i mean there are too many things to be described uh, of course uh, and by the way dr sami take... there is a lot of requests saying that can we have the former governor satyapal malik on our show <laughs> you decide i will talk to him okay okay we'll go ahead ha uh, okay so um, dr swami initiated this issue and i am happy to see i'm happy to see that i have emerged in this uh, in this uh, session as a moderate and uh, arvind has taken over the extremist role yeah <laughs> Sir, no, it's just before the program we were talking about whether I am a leftist or rightist. <laughs> <laughs> And as I said, my my, my experience starts with Jansang. I have been a volunteer of Jansang for several years. I mean, all with all my family members. And it is pain. I am pained to see uh, what has become uh, of that political party. I mean, I mean, we had different ideals. And uh, I mean, there is nobody who talks about ideals these days in politics. but least is the bjp you were not in shaka you are not a shaka you are not going to shaka no, no, no. my 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 father my father was uh, arrested uh, when mahatma gandhi was killed for so you are not going to shaka no i never went to i have been to shaka only twice only twice that's why you are not disciplined the person with raju bhaiya raju bhaiya is rss chief he came to iit kanpur in 1974 i attended his shaka and one more, once more in uh, kanpur but uh, not a regular visitor to shaka though 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 my my family members have been the sanghis so to say anyway uh, that's a okay. different issue yeah, thank you dr swami for bringing this issue this issue is so important so important today that the i mean we did not even discuss uh, what's happening in up uh, to law and order and uh, uh, why it is being done the way it is being done and uh, the satpal malik of course is a hot issue these days and when i said about godi media how many channels on electronic medium have shown uh, satpal malik's interview 
and that the Karan Thapar had to do it on wire, which is uh, not on a regular uh, media. And, and of course, opposition parties should take it to the public. There should be a debate uh, and whether democracy is in danger from the political point of view. Dr. Swami had started <coughs> Thank you, Dr. Swami. Uh, Sri Ayer has left this program because he had to go for another program. Thank you, Mr. Sri Ayer, in your in absence. Many good points you raised. Gopi has been uh, a very good debater, and I always like uh, uh, talking to Gopi in any forum. And uh, today he was a little milder, I would say. Uh, <laughs> we were all, all compared to you, my. <laughs> criticism <laughs> is concerned but i enjoyed uh, uh, talking and i'm sure our viewers also would have enjoyed thank you gopi ramesh yeah. thank you ramesh aaj hamare sath jagdish shetty ji nahi the lekin ramesh ji ne pura unka role nibhaya thank you very much i must thank the technical team led by ashish shetty which is behind the show uh, ashish shetty uh, gadgi rakesh ishwar ayer tejas navalgul uh, vishal mehta ajesh nayar Thank you uh, your, for your technical support. We will be meeting again next Sunday, 23rd April with a new topic and with Dr. Subramanian Swami. Thank you very much. Till then, Namaskar. Jai Hind.